Hey everybody, welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. Hello, and welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. This is our 42nd episode. And is this, this is the first podcast in December, am I right? That's right, that's right, December 7th. That's right. And uh, yep, Christmas is upon us. This is going to be a great Christmas. Yeah, I can already the music feel it. everywhere. Absolutely. Right? It's uh you know, Christmas has always been uh one of my favorite holidays right. really. I really but I like, like them all. I mean, you know, I like all holidays. They're nice. You know what? I think you're right. I yeah. I had a great time on Halloween this year. Right. Right. And uh and Thanksgiving was fabulous. Really, yeah, there it it's been a year full of holidays that just make you happy to be alive really. Yep. It's just That's been great. totally yeah. true. I, think I so mean, too. you know, we're, some of our stories today are, are a little on the serious side, but it's important to remember, you know, the time of year is important to be with your with your family and, and absolutely, and uh, just to have a, a a great holiday season. Absolutely, so, right. and uh, you know, I think that uh, I wish we'd done this maybe last week. Maybe we can do it sort of uh, on a future episode. If uh, some of the listeners could send in, you know, their holiday stories, yeah, that'd be because I think when I I like to, I don't know about you, but I like to hear uh, sort of how our listeners celebrate, right? You know, their Christmas or their Thanksgiving, and you know, maybe you had uh, a favorite grandparent, and you, you know, you guys sat by the fire and drank hot chocolate, or right, or you went sledding, your stocking, you know, right. or maybe that the first time, you know, you fell in love and right. you were. You uh, went up sort of uh, to to see the stars on a, right. on a hilltop with her. But yeah, let's let's, I'd let's love hear your just that. holiday stories. Just, just warming, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. I think that uh, we all have them, and uh, and everyone has their own special story. So right, I think exactly. that'd be great. Well, the first story we wanted to talk about, and and you know the the thing we like to do on 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 our show is mm-hmm. to talk about you know both sides of the story and not focus on the sensational parts. But um, the first part, that's right. Got I think a there's lot of there's press. so much sensationalism in yeah. the world today that it's it, good to kind of take of a just we to provide a second look, you right. know, and uh, I think that's why people enjoy the program. Right. So the the first story we had is kind of a a, a depressing one, but. Um, Serves yeah. as a good lesson. This this is a good lesson, yeah. And that's uh, the story of of the Walmart employee. And I think you have the link up there, right? I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what happened here? It's really sad. Right. Is uh, as you know that uh, a lot of uh, people all across America are feeling financially sort of strapped right. uh, during this time of the year, both because of the sort of Christmas, the pressures of Christmas gift right. giving, obviously that that's right. that are hard for everyone, but just also because economically the country has been going through kind of a, a difficult rough patch, time. Yeah. Right. So people were understandably trying to sort of get good bargains. They had lined up at a Walmart in Long Island, um, and they were trying to get in. And I guess eventually the doors uh, to the outside of the Walmart broke down, and one of the employees of the Walmart was actually trampled to death. Oh, dear. Um, Yeah, it was very sad. Right. It was really sad. So so I think – there were a lot of uh, immediate rush to judgment against Walmart, um, among other people, but especially right. Walmart, where they said, well, just the smallest amount of barricades would have prevented this problem. But I think it's important to realize that um, it isn't just Walmart, isn't That's just right. the shoppers. That's it's right. like it's the time of year. There's a lot of pr- stress with all of us. And yeah. let's be honest. I mean, if you are a Walmart employee, mm-hmm. you're, you – it's a risky job sometimes, right? You might yeah. have to climb ladders it's to stock shelves. Risky. And you, yeah. it, I mean, it's a terrible, tragic thing, and I wish yeah. nothing um, but better tidings for this uh, employee's family. But Absolutely. But um, we shouldn't just rush to blame just anyone. You know, uh, I I think it would be impossible to overstate how much I agree with you on that, actually. 
Um, right. It's it's totally true. And one of the things is that there's always good and bad parts of everything. You know, I don't disagree that there are problems with Walmart as a corporation, certainly, sure. but they also are doing their best to provide people with, with low, low prices, prices right. and merchandise that they need. Um, and I mean, just the fact that people were lined up outside the doors of the store kind of says you something they, about uh, how much they want to shop there. And, right. you know, so I think that tragedies, when they happen like this, the important part is not to focus on, you know, who is to blame, but rather what, what can, can we, we do? What right. can we do better? Right. You know, right. and I think the other interesting part about this, because it is happening uh, so close to Christmas is just to to use this, it, you know, the tragedy, it's already happened. Right. You know, we can't undo it. So I think the important thing to look at here is it should make you feel all that the people close to you that you love are all the more important this right. holiday season. You know, you never know. There's there's always so many crazy, unfortunate things that happen in this world that just, you know, after you listen to this podcast, just go give your uh, your husband or wife or, you know, your kids just a big hug and tell them how much, you know, they mean to you and that you're happy that they're that they're there because you never know what's going to happen. Right, it's right. important to treat every just day as home, precious. Give your family a hug and just realize, yeah, yeah that Cats. life is precious. Or whatever you have, it's just it's the time right. to okay. be I, yeah, I'm with sorry. your family. Actually, I, I'm sorry. I I I realized that when I said cats, that may have uh, implied that I thought that they were a better pet or that you should give them more attention. But I absolutely I was using them strictly as an example. Right. And I think that if you have any kind of pet, um, even if it's a stuffed animal that's important right. to you, you know, whatever whatever you know brings you comfort and the the things in your life that you uh sort of want to to keep close to you right exactly. whatever that is yeah right 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 well and that kind of leads into our our third story of the night and mm -hmm. that's the um story about the surgeon in romania um who yes i'm sure i have that article uh, right here you know deals with a lot of difficult issues Right, well, right, any right. anyone who's ever worked in the medical profession will tell you that it's a very high stress right. uh, field, and I think it's somewhat uh, underappreciated. I mean, yes, they are well paid, but at the same time, I think most people don't appreciate kind of the level of stress that they are asked to operate under every exactly. day. Um, especially, especially in a third potentially, world yes, in a third world country where right. the operating <laughs> conditions may not be uh, quite what they are here. For right, example. and also. Um, just the amount of work that needs to be done in a particular day there, right? Like That's right. The injuries are going to be um, vast, and so it's 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 hard to imagine. I mean, we can we can, we can imagine what the kinds of stress that an American surgeon goes under, but yes, those in Romania, it's even harder. So. Yes. Well, what happened here was that uh, a man was having an operation uh, that involved uh, sort of operating near his urinary canal right and unfortunately during the operation the surgeon uh or someone on the surgery team it was not specific in the article uh made a mistake that led to his urinary channel being cut and the surgeon was so uh Upset. distraught because he, he, at this right i mean he's a perfectionist he wants this surgery to go perfectly you know by the book certainly right. And uh, he overreacted, and it led him to just simply slicing off the entire uh, male member right. uh, from this patient and just dicing at it, basically, right. with his scalpel. Right. It's really and, and, kind and, of a and, sad and, right. moment, really. And, and then like. we don't like to 
necessarily say that somebody was wrong, but I mean, this is fairly an objective. Like he could have chosen a better outlet for this. And I understand the Absolutely. stress he's under, and Absolutely. that should be a consideration, certainly yeah. in any punishment he might That's right. face. But at the same time, saying that someone was wrong to do something isn't the same as saying that we don't understand. Right. We absolutely do understand. Right. I think both of us. I mean, I think I, I'm sorry to I don't want to put words in your mouth there, but right. I mean, I'm just saying in no, general. No, I agree completely. Okay. Right. Yeah. So in addition, he also took the removed genitalia and then diced it up where he actually became so enraged yeah. that he he prevented it from being added on, which yes. is kind of um, what I think is most people have focused on is like once he removed it i mean well, that was know, an act of anger but then yes. there was some some like premeditation that he was like acting upon more than just emotion at that point but i is, think we can all relate to that i mean i think yeah. we have all been in this situation where we've overreacted right right and we did something we really wish that we hadn't have done in the and moment kind of make it worse and we make it worse, right? right? We make it worse. You're and fighting with your wife or your girlfriend. The, absolutely. You say something bad and absolutely. then you feel bad about yourself and then you in turn take it out even worse, right? right. Yeah. Who who hasn't uh, you know, sent their child to bed without supper once? Right. And that's not you should right. never you do should that. Do That's that. not right. appropriate. And then, but we don't we also want to tell people morning. how to raise their kids, right? It's it's like everyone, oh, ha right? Absolutely. When I said not appropriate, I meant that it isn't For the us. most compassionate right. thing to do at the time, and we all aspire to that, but right. we can't, you know, possibly achieve time. that really. Right. But the next day, when we all wake up, we feel bad about that, and we try to make amends. And I'm sure that the surgeon absolutely wanted to. Uh, take it back if he could have. Right. But unfortunately, at that point, the genitalia had already been diced, diced. you know, to right. the point where it was no longer usable. Right, right. Well, I think th there's a more interesting part of the story and, and than, yeah. than what everyone's focusing on, and that is the the um, the malpractice um, that happened mm -hmm. there. Um, yes. He, the patient made a claim against it, and the insurance Rightfully company... Rightfully so, it would, well, sure, it would seem, right, yeah. right. And, and he did get... Um, a payment from the insurance company and from the hospital, but in particular, he also sued the surgeon who became angry right. um, in this time of high stress. And the insurance company made the argument that they're not going to cover um, the surgeons. Uh, yes, uh, because it's it's not it's an malice. Yeah, that's right. right. It's not negligence. It's malice. It right. was not an accidental. The the original part where the urinary channel was cut was right. clearly negligence. But the right. results of that, where the surgeon flew off the uh, the handle, if you will, right, it seems like that was not right. at all negligent, but more more of a malicious. But it 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 brings up a more interesting topic to me, and that is. What are the surgeons in Romania going to do if they know that any time that they get too angry, that's right, um, that they may not be covered? I mean, this surgeon Where is being is required there, to be right. paid two hundred thousand dollars, which is a lot of money even in America, but in Romania, right. it, it's essentially an infinite amount of money yes. because their economy is in a. I mean, that's our right. economy is bad, but their economy is even worse. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, there, there's the, the medical board makes the good point of like, yes, we understand he was wrong, but this is a slippery slope. If the insurance that's company correct. can start saying that that um, mistakes were also malice, then then the uh, surgeon has to really consider the the. You know, and how the, do we know which it was? Right. I, right. I mean, maybe in this case, it it was cut and dry. Um, but, you know, we don't actually know that for future cases and maybe an insurance company right. uh, is unable because I don't I certainly don't think an insurance company 
would intentionally right. do the wrong thing there, but they may not simply not know. Right. You know, they may not have the information wanna, I, necessary. Yeah, and I really don't want to say so. that the medical board and the insurance company is right or wrong here. I'm just, I can see both sides of their argument. Right. This is a, a well, complicated even, issue. Even in this and it needs scenario. To be considered. Right. Even in this scenario, I think that there's some level of, uh, of ambiguity. I right. mean, you'll notice that he did not. Uh, attack the patient with the scalpel. He was right. clearly focused entirely on the genitalia, which was the subject of his Certainly. earlier mistake or someone's right. earlier mistake. And do we really want to penalize someone for being so invested in their work that they eventually, right. you know, have an right. outburst related to that? I mean, well, at I some think- level, if you want someone to be very uh, emotionally invested in what they're doing, there are downsides right. that we have to acknowledge right, at right. some level. And and certainly, I mean, he seems to have some sort of anger problem, and they'll have to get therapy for or something right. to like That's work true. on that problem. Um, but I mean, you know, he lost his medical license. That may be enough. That's punished. That's maybe, a pretty severe or punishment. Maybe at some you know, level, yeah. I don't know. Or maybe the insurance company is right. Maybe he should have to pay. It's yeah. a hard. It's 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 just that's the more interesting question of like, yeah. what does it mean for medicine in that's Romania? Right. There's and, a lot, uh, just a lot of gray areas. Yeah, exactly. That this kind of, this uh, incident is almost sort yeah, of I think at the intersection of a number of very interesting uh, sort of problems that right. we face as a society yeah. because it's, it's not just surgery. It applies it could everywhere. Be any, it applies everywhere, absolutely. Right. right. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I think... Um, and not just to genitalia. I mean, it's... it's no. I no. mean, and that's, across that's, all that's body really parts. That's really the reason why you know, the popular press has picked up and run with this is kind of the, the sensationalism that's that, right. that has to do with that. That's right. But really, this... That's right. If it know, had been a you finger, need to think about you would this never have heard regards, of it. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Um, and so I think... Well, but that's just another example, too, of, you know, sometimes it takes something being about genitalia to catch our right. attention. But even so, as much as I hate to see press focused on these sort of rather uh, lascivious, titillating sort of stories, at the end we can even see that some good is coming Hopefully going to come from it. it right. yeah, yeah. It it means that people are starting to pay attention. Yep, totally. Yeah. Well, that, that that feeds right into our, our, our next story, which um, is certainly um, being made famous mostly because of the, the levacious nature of the yes. story yeah. and not – um, really, the underlying issue, right. um, and you—I think you have the link up, right? Uh, uh, hold on a second. Let me switch to that. Yep. Uh, it is. Vicar went to hospital with potatoes stuck in bottom. Okay. Is the is the story, and uh, the byline says a vicar attended hospital with a potato stuck up his bottom. Right. Where was and this? Claimed. Oh, I'm sorry. This is. Uh, I'm not sure where it is. It doesn't have the. Uh, doesn't have the oh, the way I'm sorry. you said at hospital Sheffield okay Sheffield Sheffield so it's a, yeah it is a British like as you said right. at that hospital uh, a vicar attended hospital with a potato stuck up his bottom and claimed it got there after he fell onto the vegetable while naked right yeah and so um, there's a lot of uproar and, and uh, silliness uh, jokes about this going making around. light of it yeah. right making light of this and they all miss the big picture in my opinion okay. and that is. How did this information even leave the hospital? That right? is an like, excellent, right? Excellent point, right? Like this yeah. poor man. I mean, yes, uh, you know, there might be some um, interesting stuff in his story that might, yeah. you know, make you wonder about it. That's right. But that's none of our business. No, first it is off. not. It's absolutely. And second not. off, even if it was something levacious, that's okay, right? It's that's in right. His, it's in his home. That's right. right. But um, what we did should ne- what did Jesus say? He said. 
let he among you who is without fault cast the first stone. Right. You know, who has not had some sort of uh, incident in their past that they would rather not have discussed? Be, be right. Be public. In, in and the certainly across media. the entire world where That's this right. is like, you know, I mean, religion and, and, That's and right. the we church are, right We are now. not even in England. And right. we are hearing about this story. Right. And, um, and, because the world is so connected now, which right. is... Absolutely. I, I don't Terrific. want to say that's a bad thing. That's no, it's, a good it's thing, wonderful. But it has downsides again, right. just like everything. And this is, right. you know, one of those uh, this this poor guy. Right. Um, and so how potato. did this happen exactly? Did he did he have like... he was hanging curtains. Right. Um, which, again, everyone has to do right. if they, you know, I, I defy the person out there with uh, a windowed exterior to. To live without having curtains. Done this, I mean, right. they're going to have to hang right. curtains at some point. He was hanging curtains, and much like everyone, he slipped, lost his balance, and fell, and, and right. fell onto the potato. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, uh, that's an easy story to make fun of, and I think that's the easy way out. But again, I think this just comes down to an issue or a discussion of personal privacy. I mean, we should never have a a society where you can't go to the emergency room or to a doctor if you're yeah, And feel comfortable that right. they're going to keep that private. Right, yeah. right, that, that this is going to end up all that's over right. the Internet or all over the world. And Absolutely. Right, and it's an important thing that, that, I mean, it's totally lost in this because everyone's making fun of it, especially in the in the light of all the trouble that the church has undergone that's recently. Right. Like, that's Vicar right. is part of the Catholic Church, correct? Um, I Am don't I believe so. I believe he's an Anglican. Oh, okay, uh, okay. So, uh, so to some, but um, I should. I mean, they're getting some. You are you are absolutely right. correct in that sense that originally, before England split from Catholicism, they were. So I, I, I should not have said that that was that. That is absolutely correct, depending on your point of view. Right. So, yeah. I guess I guess the thing then is I think a lot of this. I mean, it probably would have been somewhat covered if it was any person that fell on mm -hmm. the potato. But the fact that he's a a man of God. Especially That's with right. a, a, you know everything else that the church has undergone in the last decade That's right. or so, That's right. yeah. has really made it a sensational story, and that's just not fair. I mean, this still he's that's still true. a man, and this is still his life. I mean, yes. how and is he going potato. to right? And how is he going to address his congregation? Right, like it's that's it's, right. His, he he is life. a public speaker in some sense. Right, right. Um, it's very similar to a politician, you know, and he needs to be taken seriously. When he is delivering, you know, his sort of message to the populace. Right. And I think now that's going to be very difficult for him to do right. because everyone is going to be focusing on the Thinking potato and not right. the right the things that he has to say, which right. are probably totally valid and important. And things important that they things need to, to hear. hear this time of year. Right. Especially like, at Christmas, right. especially I mean, at Christmas. That's when people want to go to church. That's when people feel that's connected right. with. Uh, Absolutely. With, with their God. So yeah, I I I mean I I felt really uh, depressed by that story, but hopefully I, uh, I see what you mean. Hopefully, I, hopefully it will trigger a good debate about personal privacy, and and uh, they can uh, have some good that comes of it. I would like to see that happen. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. would. Okay, Casey, I think this is the time in the show where we like to play a little bit of um, music that. You know, kind of that's right. Sets the yes, mood, right? Casey's uh, uh, music minute right. or five minutes, as the case may be, usually because right. songs are often uh, about longer. about three and a half to five minutes long, right. depending on the selection. And we don't like to usually play the entire song because some people might not like it, and we want everyone to have as positive experiences that's as right. they can. That's right. So it's a little um, taste. That's right. And it's if a you like it, you can kind of go track that down and. Uh, yeah. Buy the CD. I think you'll like it. Or and the... maybe at uh, at Christmas time, uh, I'd like to think that you know 
it, it, these are good recommendations for uh, maybe some right. gift giving, you right. know, maybe a little this stocking is, stuffer or something you could uh, put under the tree for right. uh, for the kids. For the special someone. That's right. And this is from your personal collection. This is a, uh, I've selected a, a wonderful track from my personal collection, and I, uh, I have this on a, a vinyl, right. uh, actually, which is great. I was able to find a, a, a real original record recording of it. Um, yeah, that's amazing which, because so many people, you know, when... Uh, when CDs came on the scene, just threw away their old albums, and you get such a rich sound out of the original vinyl. It's true, um, and and again, it's you know I hate to say that vinyl is better or worse than CD right. though, because it's really they're all just they're different right. ways of capturing a moment, yeah. you know. And and I don't think there's a For my wrong way music, to capture. I have a, a I have them both, so I think that's I, a fabulous. Right. That's a great idea, right. and you know if you can if you can scrounge up an old tape, you know why not? Right. That's what I say, right? Right. Let's have a listen. All right. Okay, that was fantastic, Casey. Wasn't that delightful? Yeah. Who was every, that? Every time. Was, that was a, uh, a track called Little Drummer Boy. I'm sure you're familiar with that Sure. That song off Who, of Kenny G's Kenny G. Miracles album, right. which is guessed. an album for the holidays. It's a great album of, uh, of sort of Kenny G uh, classic holiday song right. renditions, if right. you will. And, you know, I, I just it have to say that... It brings a holiday home. It just it does. Yeah, it, it absolutely just does. And I like pretty much everything he does you know he just has a way with a saxophone that just really yep. it's so soothing and uh it just kind of the original songs makes you feel good i i don't i don't want to take anything away from the original songs but his covers are are spectacular right like i absolutely i, like, yeah. I mean his his original songs are obviously also spectacular right uh but but uh his covers can, in, his covers in particular are right. are if not more so spectacular yeah well let's talk about this final story um, okay okay and so this is a story, um, again, lost in the popular press, the real mm. issue behind it. Why don't mm -hmm. you read the headline? Uh, so the headline is, Storm in a Sea Cup, 130,000 boobs lost at sea. Right. So that's 65,000 pairs. What so happened exactly? I, that's a very good question, and I think that we are not the only ones who are confused as to uh, what sort of happened to the boobs. Do you mean like uh, the authorities? Yeah. So apparently there were, according to the man manifest 130,000 inflatable breasts, breasts on uh sort of this this shipping right. vessel that was leaving Beijing and going to Australia. Okay. And they were on when it left but not when it arrived. I and see. so to some degree it is an unanswered question as to what actually happened to them. I see. Uh you know, there's been piracy problems certainly right. lately uh on the high they seas they were washed over they they more than likely were washed overboard right. i suppose it may also have been a uh just an honest mistake right. maybe the rec record the logs were uh just you know there was just an error someone someone made a mistake yeah well the, the these inflatable breasts these were for uh a men's magazine in australia right it was a magazine called Ralph. I see. Magazine. Not familiar with it. I of course we not. can assume Certainly that that's not. probably what it is and I'm, I mean I'm sure. We don't we don't want to promote the objectification of women, certainly. Absolutely not. But, um, I mean, Absolutely you know, uh, freedom of press is important. And they had their – this was, That's I right. assume, uh, a special well, thing for their subscribers for the holiday season. Well, and it's important to recognize, I think, when we're talking about, you know, a men's magazine, uh, that the objectification of women goes a lot deeper than just a men's magazine. Right. I mean, if you look at, for they example – They are solely to blame. 
Right. They're they're not even the the primary people at this right. point. I mean, you have. Uh, you know, look at, for example, mainstream media coverage of like, for example, Angelina Jolie, you know, I mean, there is a woman who has done a number of extremely positive things in the world right. with the adoption and raising awareness of sort of the situations in and third world goodwill companies. Amb- a goodwill ambassador absolutely. in the United States. Absolutely. And you don't Roundly really hear ignored, about that. Right. Ra- absolutely ignored. Right. And that's, that's unfortunate because that's really that when I think of her, that's primarily how I, you know. Try to imagine. Uh, that, exactly. Right. Certainly why the popular press has jumped on this story. But we're not trying to say yeah. that, you know, we, we um, necessarily read these magazines or, or, or subscribe, but it's okay. I mean, you can totally do that. And I can understand if you were looking forward to something this magazine was going to provide and then it was taken out from under you that you'd be upset, right? Like, you know, maybe like in sports illustrated they give you that's silly right. phones and things that's like right. that and this is just part of the thing well and a lot of times too that that's yeah that's sort of uh, included in the in the subscription right. flyer if you yeah. will it's like also you get you know a, a i don't know if you got one boob or two, two. with yeah, uh, with every question. subscription but uh, i mean it could have very well been something where if you subscribe for three or six months, then it's one boob, but a full, for example, 12-month subscription, you Gives would you get two. a pair. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I guess the thing that, that upsets me, though, is not, you know, uh, since it was a men's magazine and since it yes. was kind of a, a silly gift. Yes. Um, is that people are focusing on, you know, just this uh, the absurdity of the story and not yes. the fact that, you know, the likelihood of them being swept overboard is going That's to right. just feed into this same huge garbage problem that we have in the pacific ocean or the largest landfill true. in the that world is, is actually true. a floating landfill right. in the middle of the pacific ocean and those are likely to eventually join that landfill and make things worse and we don't that's know that's a very good point what effect I mean, they'll have on marine we, life uh, absolutely there's been ap- no studies done uh, we do not know the effect of uh, of even a, a single boob for example right. uh, being let present alone uh, let, let alone 130,000 right. of these um, and again, they're they're inflatable, right. and so uh, they're not even going to appear to the marine life, uh, you know, as normal boobs. They're going to right. appear as sort of a, a, a fairly shriveled right. or uh, somewhat dilapidated boob, right. and that's I mean, who knows how they're going to respond to that? Yeah, I mean, and also like they could eat them. It could affect. They could their absolutely. Eat them. I yes, mean, they're probably not made with the best chemicals. I mean, we don't want to cast aspersions on Chinese-made products, but a lot of times they're. Um, well, they're. I mean, quality again, control isn't as stringent. It, it, be it's not even chemicals. that. It's just again, it's just people doing what their job is. I mean, right. they, you know, people are increasingly turning to their manufacturing because they can do something for a lower cost. Right. I mean, they are providing that service, and so again, it's not really fair to say that the products are inferior at that point because that is what you've you've right, but asked. That's not what they're designed. They, that's not you know, what they were they designed didn't, to do. Tell the Chinese manufacturer that these might be dumped overboard. That's right, so and they should not have been for aquatic right. life. Exactly right. So, um, I mean, that's just kind of getting swept, you know, um, under uh, under the covers, if you will. And and it's 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 going to be a problem. And, and I just hope it it, it ends up fine. I don't want to blame. I don't want to blame the dock workers, and you don't want to blame certainly the ship captain who who may have made a mistake. But you know, yeah. I think they need to track it down because we don't know what's going to happen. And blame that's... is really such a dirty word. Right. I mean, at some level, that yep. that's not how you move forwards. Yep, you know, we just don't want to make the same. That's mistake That's not how you move again. forwards. You just don't want to make the same mistake again. I think that I am. Sh- 
100% certain that everyone involved uh, with this uh, boob mistake right. feels Terrible. badly about right. it, and they did not want those boobs uh, overboard any more than right. you or I or anyone else. Right. They were just trying so, to fulfill what they were you that's know, right. contracted to do. That's so. right. Absolutely. Um, and it's it's a rough voyage, I'm sure. Yep. You know, I don't really I, – I don't envy anyone who has to uh, – do no, that so that I those sure can, exactly, and so they're trying their very best to to make things work, and uh, you know this kind of accident I'm sure happens once right, in a while. All the time. Yeah. Well, that's gonna do it for our show today. Um, I I feel like this was a really good show. Yeah, me too. I think our other shows were good too, though. I mean, I don't think yeah. that this show is necessarily that much better or worse than the right, others. But, but I, yeah, I, I I like it. Just a good show. Yep. Yeah. And I and I hope that um, our listeners can uh, keep sending us the things that um, interest them. And uh, you can that's email, right. You can Absolutely. email us at podcast at jeffandcaseyshow uh, dot com. Yeah, and uh, anything that you like, anything that you like, and we'll and take a look at it and uh, we'll talk about it and try to see both sides of the story. And I, I have Jeff enjoyed. Show. Yeah, I have absolutely enjoyed everything that they've sent in. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, and I've enjoyed it's just, this. Talk, it's just Casey. fantastic. It's always, uh, it's always good to. Have I always feel feel good. Yeah, after we sort of yep. go through these issues we and really see that the this is all after. okay. Yeah. That would, that's a great idea. Let's yeah. do that. All right. Okay. We'll talk to everyone next week. Okay. Have, have a good week. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. Hello, and welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. It's December. It, We're getting ready for Christmas. I, I have to tell you, I may be, we may be getting ready for Christmas, but yes. I... Woke up this morning in like a cold sweat. Oh, I, had I don't a, like the sound of a, this. Yeah, I had the worst fucking nightmare. Oh, I see. It was like I was listening to the podcast, like the Jeff and Casey uh -huh. show podcast, and it was us talking. It was like me talking and you talking and shit. But everything we said right. was super positive. Oh my god. We were like Christmas and Jesus <laughs> out, and we were like. It's so happy oh, to be sorry. here, and like I agreed with stuff you said, which right off the bat that we know you... is a problem. How come that didn't wake you up? Because that should have been like <gasps> I know. I would think I would have, but it actually went on for like seriously like thirty minutes. 30 like minutes? I don't know how like long it was. It was like show? a half a full show. Holy roughly. shit! I never want this to happen again. Yeah, if this happens sounds... again, I'm quitting. I'm quitting the show. <laughs> it's gotten too much into your. Oh, subconscious. it was disgusting. Yeah, it reminds me why I'm so happy about being rude and negative about things because holy crap, positive is boring. Yes, and annoying. That's awesome. You know. Well, speaking of boring and annoying, let's talk about this Walmart shit. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So. The, what we've got going on yeah. here is Black Friday. Okay, first off, yeah. there's fucking people camping outside the Walmart. Like, well, what say, the fuck? Let me tell you what. I read this headline, and I thought it said, Throng of Unruly Black, pause, Friday, <laughs> bargain hunters, knock down door. And I'm like, they're always, like, pointing out the black thing yeah. again, right? They're, like, dumping on, you know, minorities, <laughs> right? That's what I thought that the article Then I read it again. I was like, oh, Black Friday. I see. I don't know, you know, where I come from, if you're going to introduce a word like that, then you really ought to have some kind of way of, like, letting us know, like, hyphenated yeah. or something. Well, yeah. my thing was, look, Walmart shoppers 
can't fucking trample shit. They're fat and overweight. No, but that means they, they can got, trample. One so guy that, stepped on it. But that means like they the can. the first guy. Yeah. No. Trampled by Walmart shoppers is like the worst thing. You want to be at like, you know, some kind of a, of a model convention, no, right, no, or no. something, See, right? You want to get trampled what? by no, lightweight you get, people. You get trampled by lightweight people. It's You die over a long period of time. I see what the you're first motherfucker that point. stepped on him crushed. That's a good point. That's dead. Good point. Yep. Right? It's kind so of like he, a guillotine. It's quick. Yes. It's like get it, get over it out of the way. Yeah. It's like, Fucking cattle coming in I the door, streaming yeah. in. <coughs> right. And everybody's shocked and outraged by, like, this is such a terrible story. I'm like, if you're yeah. working at Walmart, all you deserve it, right? No, you, you don't just, deserve it. It's no, just you like, do. That's just, you're probably hoping for that, right? You're yeah, like, oh, right. I that's hope true. to fucking God I get trampled this morning because right. my life sucks. The people who are do about to trample was... me, their life sucks. Right. Everything sucks, and I hope this entire place is Do you think he was the around. fucking greeter? Hey, I'm welcome not... to Walmart! Ah! Yeah. Motherfucker. Oh, yeah, God. no. So I was like, this is awesome. Do you awesome. think he continued to Merry do a good job? Merry fucking Christmas. Do you think yeah. he continued to good do a good job? Good job. Welcome to Walmart. Ah. Welcome to Walmart. Ah. As long yeah. as he could. I have no idea. That is awesome. There was also, you know, the other thing is people were mad that they closed the store. They're like, look, like people, they still had the body on the side of Are the store. Are you serious? They were upset about that? And people were like that? pissed. Yeah, the people that missed the trampling we're like what do you fucking mean walmart's not open it's black friday i don't wow. fucking care dude it was it yeah, was bananas. Just, everything about this story is terrible it is fucking awesome let's start with the fact that you're lining up for a what the, what fuck, the fuck is going to be up? at walmart right. on black friday that isn't there every other goddamn day exactly. of the week exactly hey you can't have shit. a sale at walmart because right. they already like charge below manufacturer right. prices for everything and like force you're the not getting negative numbers yeah, they're not, exactly. you're not getting a tv for free yeah, right they're not and getting a check <laughs> yeah exactly fuckers here's a 500 dollars check to accept this television god damn it i have no idea no it is not it is totally the way it should have gone well the best actually. part is of course walmart you know, being super puritanical pieces of shit that they are, right. won't stock like you know a hard R movie or something. Yep. But you can go watch someone get trampled to yep, death. That's, that's fine, <laughs> no problem. You can watch someone get trampled to death live, and that's you know something that you'll see at a Walmart. And like, but God forbid you see a video game with like blood in it or something. The Walmart like, that's right employee out. that survives is like, are you not entertained? Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. bread awesome. and circus. Exactly. It's awesome. It's awesome. All right. So is Romania third? third world country uh does that count let's say yes because right. i think historically speaking our geography on this podcast has been bad enough that no one is expecting us to know so the next time we confuse sweden am... and switzerland yeah neither of which are third world countries so yeah. at this point it seems like anything goes yeah all right well just remind me next time i have a kidney stone don't go to fucking romania no because there's no. a fucking maniac yeah. like this is worse you than fucking your friday the 13th That's, to yeah, me yeah. i'm reading this story i winced like 20 times during this yeah. right like so the dude gets his unit removed in a fit right. of anger right. right so the dude just sliced. we don't actually know <clears throat> nowhere in the article about this dude having his penis mutilated by yeah. a surgeon nowhere did it actually mention what they were actually supposed to be repairing like for all we know, it was like his he elbow. needed right, tennis it elbow. It was like uh, yeah, exactly, tennis elbow or like yeah, he had he had, he had to have a ligament <laughs> in his tunnel. knee changed right. right. But like somehow they accidentally cut his urinary uh, canal, right. and as a result, the doctor was so upset about this. This is the equivalent of like you slamming your keyboard, no, right? It's, it's like no, he I, takes it out on the penis and no, just I think goes it's the equivalent of like your parents, like if you guys don't. Sh you know, shut up. I'm going to turn around. Right. It's an right. empty threat. They always yeah. use. Yeah. 
this parent turned around. He cut. Yeah, he's like, yeah, look, he the if you off. got, you, you know, you made a mistake. Fine. Look, I'll make a mistake too. Flank cuts it <laughs> off. And then the dicing. Like, is he gonna make like mincemeat pie? It is Christmas. I don't know what the fuck that was about. I mean, you think yeah. you would have got your like rocks off, your anger rocks off yeah. on the cut, right? It yeah. Literally off. <coughs> but no, it wasn't enough. Well, I'm guessing. I think I know why it wasn't enough. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen a scalpel. Right. Yeah. But the problem with the scalpel is somewhat of a precision instrument. So it's like when you want to hack a penis off, you want a fucking Santoku knife or something, right? You want to go like whang and have that nice kind of clean cut yeah, sound. The cleave. Hits the block, right, right and goes quang, right? right? So he probably sliced it off with the scalpel and was like totally unsatisfied, right? right? Another possibility was that he went psycho butcher not like mad butcher where he like sliced it off and with this look in his eye like carved it like a fucking steak right? i he just see. went like shink, shink well, I, like I, the grinch stole fucking christmas you I know what i'm talking it about was like, he himself cut the roast wiener well, i think it was more like the guys that cut like um the carrots really fast on the cooking shows or they're like oh like yan can cook well i said santoku right you want to slice that off and have some pepperoni yeah exactly so no this whole thing sean is squirming over there i'm squirming this is this is the most fucked up story i've ever heard now the other awesome thing is like the hospital's like um you know uh we're going to repair his penis from some skin from his arm or his palm did you read that you're yeah. like this is the yes, I did. this is the worst unit ever. Pun you intended. Know? Yeah, I have no idea. You give this guy a Vi- Viagra, he's like high fiving people. He can't <laughs> help it. I'd, something's going on. Like I don't want that. That's like when people sew a fucking big toe on for your like right. thumb. There's a big old fingernail at the end of your cock yeah, now, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Right? It's like I'm so not getting laid it's unless time it's to really clip dark. Again. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Oh, that that the would be fucking the worst. Because you know what happens? <laughs> at least for me. When I'm uh, like thinking about something, oh, I chew no, my fingernails, oh. right? I habitually like chew them and pick at them. So if like if my penis has a fucking toenail at the end of it, you're like that. What? That's just I don't even know what's gonna happen there, right? And it's gonna I'm gonna co- get a hangnail. Stop it's gonna it! Get fucking infected. Stop it! That is just gonna stop suck. it. I could not have that. I could not have a fingernail on the end of my penis. Stop it, it. That would be a disaster for me. <laughs> Right, that is just total fucking disaster. God damn. Here's it. the thing, right? With this hospital, what do you think that situation's like when the dude comes to? How do you explain this right. to someone? It's one thing if they're like, well, in, no, wait. If they're in the moment, if they see the shock, you and know what they need to do? Getting cleaved off. <clears throat> no, no, that's no. bad enough. But like, he comes to. I've got. What it. do you say? So like, uh, no, no, I got it. What do you, you got? hire the guy? Who's at the Burger King? Who's always freaking out, right? Oh, the and no beef like, dude. Yeah, you hire the no beef dude. No he's penis. Like, right. Look, I got good news and bad news, <laughs> right? <laughs> bad news is, doctor hacked up your penis. Good news is, we stuck a toe on there. <laughs> right. It's totally a, sweet. A 12-inch toe. Yeah. It, you can bend it. <laughs> it's all chicks are going to dig it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you can do push-ups with no arms. It's fucking awesome. So I wonder if they have a special, because, I mean, I'm just thinking about the marketing opportunities here. I'm imagining that, like, Trojan has a line of, like, condoms for the rebuilt penis, right? It's like, you know, designed to fit comfortably over the rebuilt... Yeah, Yeah. exactly. 
I don't even know. I don't want to know. Like, that. well, I don't think it would be that bad because a lot of the nastiness of a toe beca- comes from a the fact that it's touching like the ground a lot of the time, and b the fact that there's like a valley in between toes where like shit builds up. No, right? I, well, dude, and since you only have just the toe coming out, no, right. Dude. You're going to have, like, fine. sweat gans on your cock now. It's like they could well, fingerprint. Uh, what do you mean? Maybe they, like, if you well, rape. When's the last time you had sweaty if, toes? If, like, oh, my toes are real sweaty. If you rape somebody, they're going to take a thumbprint of your unit, <laughs> right, to compare against some database. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. Biometric the, security the at its best. The kid is a fucking ink pad. Yeah, yeah. Can you please? Can you put your cock on this for a yes, second? Yes, please. Roll right. it yeah, from roll. the left to the right. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, roll it. Roll it over. I just oh, can't no, imagine. Just press it down. I guess I guess it's a Romanian hospital. Oh, they should be God. happy it they didn't get it from like a pig or some other oh, transgender. Right. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Who put that there? Who left that there? God damn kids. Uh, oh my god, the worst hospital ever. Fucking well, Romania. I imagine that Romania doesn't have like is not in the top ten list, right? It's not like John. You think Hopkins that's the best like, hospital yeah, in yeah. Romania? Oh, that right. would be awesome. <laughs> but the best hospital in Romania is like probably the fifteen hundredth best hospital in the world. In the world, right? right. Like, that's it's, true. It's pretty low, down on the totem pole. Our Romanian listeners are all checking out right now. <sighs> Fucking Romanians. <laughs> what else you got for me on? The, I got you. The... Well, we got Potato Boy. Fucking Potato Boy. This was awesome. Yep. So. The thing that I like here was the complete disregard for the, any any need for a prepared excuse. No. Nope. Right? Okay. The dude is a fucking <laughs> member of the clergy. Okay? But- he is going to a hospital with a potato stuck up his asshole. Right. Okay? There is a potato. Now, right. his, I don't think His this, toe is completely erect. This is not a fingerling potato. I'm betting. <laughs> right? I'm betting this is like full-on Yukon Gold-like- right. Bring out the beef potato, right? Stuck in this, well, this guy's was ass. In, this was in England, so it's probably like some Irish potato. Irish potato. potato. Right, That's a good right. point. Irish That's potato. Probably the potato you're, you're probably famine. Correct. That's right. Right. So in it's probably ass. huge potato going to the emergency room, and he his excuse was he was hanging curtains and fell on yep. the potato. <clears throat> totally. How did... He had the entire ride from the airport with the I mean, from the uh, to come from, up with to, to the hospital. Yep. Well, during the ride, he was thinking God will provide. Yeah. And he didn't. I yeah. guess. And I guess God did not provide an excuse. Right. God said, "You know what? You're yeah. on your own, motherfucker." Yeah, you're on your, it's like, dude, motherfucker, I got nothing. You are I got on nothing. Oh. It's like immaculate conception is one thing. Yeah. <laughs> Parting the Red Sea is another, but. Coming up with a reason See, why the potato is up your yeah, ass. The immaculate yeah. potato would have been right. way better because they it just it appeared there. Right. It would have been The potato just appeared there. Right. Everyone would be like yeah. looking at it. It's the virgin ass. It's the virgin, right. right. Almost every other incident of a potato up the ass that we know about, somebody had to actually shove right. the potato up there. But this time, it just right. magically, it magically appeared. appeared. The angel came down and said, <laughs> you're going to love this. Bend over. I've got a present and a, for you. And a potato magically materialized. And then 200 years later, you're taking sacrament and they're potato chips. Yeah, exactly. Right? Brown so, potato chips. Yeah. God damn it. Chocolate-covered potato chips. Yeah. Like, it's always something like, like it's like the blood of Christ is wine, so like the potato would definitely have, like, it wouldn't actually have He said he was hanging those curtains naked. Yeah. Which means 
the priest was naked in front of his window before he put yeah, the curtains good up, point. right? Good point. So like, Slight what? hole in the story He's there. either yeah. like some deviant who's like, yeah. like spreading out his junk. Yeah. He's like, check out my or new toe. he put the potato up his yeah. ass. Like, either way, yeah. I think you want to call the central office and I ask for a replacement. could not agree. Dude yeah. has his 11th toe dangling out the fucking window yeah. while he's like got these curtains <laughs> spread out from side to side, right? That's no good. So if the story is true, it's bad, right? right? He needed if it's his... false, it's bad. Right. It's all bad, pretty yeah. much. I would also like to know what he's envisioning in his mind physically for the... The backward sort of fall, right. such that the butt cheeks enclose this I, potato. What just did he, perfectly? Did he have like the potato on like a mount, so it was kind of like protruding upward? Because I mean, a potato is going to be the wrong way, on yeah, a, like I, lying down to get up the anus, right? I'm imagining. Well, what? So here's the thing: he had this terrible excuse. What else do you use? Like you were out walking around, and someone shot you with a potato gun. What? Like you're fucked. You know, you go to the emergency room with the potato. Don't say anything. At this point, you're just like, take your medicine. I'm going with like somebody like assaulted me and shoved a potato. Oh, I see. Right? It's like some Protestant. Yeah, I don't know. Like anything, anything is more plausible than what this guy said. Right? I'm not saying that that's like super plausible, but I'm just saying like something that actually does involve someone shoving a potato up your ass is pretty much a requirement because I'm pretty sure that in the history of human evolution, of homosexuals stuffed this potato. Yeah. And that's why they can't get married. That's right. It, otherwise, there's potatoes fucking everywhere. Right. We're the going bananas. Right. Yeah. The sanctity of marriage. Right. The sanctity of my ass. I don't ass. think a potato has ever accidentally ended up up <laughs> someone's ass. I'm pretty sure that that probably has never happened. There's a lot of weird things that happen in the world, yep. but at least the size of a potato that I'm imagining this was, not random. So right? do you think this guy, like, tried to get it out for a while? Oh, of course. Like, tried with, like, a Certainly. spatula or, like, he's like, oh, shit, it's it's closed off. Well, I'm imagining that oh, he had been putting it in and man. taking it out multiple times prior to this occurrence, right? So it just, like, slipped too in. too far. Right? Yeah. Too much, too too much, much swelling. Lube, right? Yeah. It's in there, and he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So what do you think? A day? Half a day? I don't what know. What do you time when – when is that potato ready ready <laughs> to come out of the oven? <laughs> Uh, I want to say that on the third day, the potato came out again. Third day, the potato potato came out again. It emerged from the cave, reappeared (laughs) to the French fries, and said, (laughs) "It came again," and said, "Behold, here I am." Damn it! Uh, I didn't. It didn't actually, I guess, say whether it was peeled or not. I was imagining an unpeeled potato. Yeah, me too. Because it was a peeled potato, then he's going to be like, oh, I was in the middle of peeling the potatoes when I realized that the window was open and I wanted to cover it. (laughs) So I, like, got up there and started hanging the curtains naked because I was... Hadn't finished my laundry. Yeah, I'm imagining. I'm like, wow, yeah. that's a hard one to pull off. Oh my god. Well, you, maybe he's only got one set of thicker. That's a good point. Maybe yeah. that maybe that's a problem. problem. Right. That's true. Sean is pointing out the fact that it's possible that he didn't have any clean vicar clothes, like because it's you know it's a certain outfit that you right. have to wear when when preparing a yes. potato oriented meal. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, everyone. So has... that means he had to wait for the vicar robes to come out of the dryer before yeah. he could call the police because he's sitting right. there naked, just going, oh god, just oh god. Away. Yeah. Spin cycle. Yeah. Spin cycle. So here's another question, right? <laughs> if this dude is a vicar, like, I don't know, in, in at least in the Catholic 
faith, I know that they there's a lot of like blessings. Was this a holy potato? How do you like bless <laughs> potato? Like it was on his counter. I don't know. Like it was out. I did he I, bless? No, was it a I blessed potato? A, was it a holy potato? No, this is a demon potato. This is, <laughs> this is a demon potato. Demon potato got in. It did not get out. I see. Yes. Out, out, demon. Yeah. I'm and going it, to it need a potato exorcism. Exactly. From my yeah. Oh okay. my god. You want to move on to the breast? You want to hit the breast story? So, Jeff, yeah. 130,000 inflatable breasts start out in Beijing and, and they never make it to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> What's the beach that's going to have the most silicone? Like somewhere in California or But that's just the thing. These were not implants. These were fake. Oh, whole entire fake breasts. Okay. okay. So the idea is that you inflate this breast. All right. I assume by blowing into a another. Oh, where's, if they're smart, where's the, the nipple? Nozzle. The, nipple, the nipple, nipple is yep. the nipple. Yep. You inflate the breast to, <laughs> as everyone knows, the proper psi for breast is right. like you know fifteen pounds per square inch. It's whatever. written on the side if you don't. As, well, what right. you're supposed to do actually is it's, put the tired gauge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, what you do is you take a penny. Right. Right. And you stick the penny in between the two breasts, and if it goes all the way in, then they're still usable. I see. They're right. still going to be. You good. don't have to replace. Them. After that, it's if you if you still can see some of the penny, right? If you can see the head of George, if George Washington's head doesn't go all the way in between the breasts, if you see George Washington's smile, then, <laughs> then no, just if his head doesn't go all the way in between all the right, breasts, I'm with you. If you still see some of his head <clears throat> popping out, okay, yeah. So what, what what happened now? So these are inflatable breasts. Inflatable breasts that were going to be given out as a subscription bonus to Ralph magazine. Wow. Keep it classy, Ralph. Keeping it classy. Yeah. Right. This is this is a news magazine, apparently. Okay. Yeah, a, uh, yeah exactly. Where is this again? Uh, this is in, well, it's Beijing going to Australia. So okay. The breasts left Beijing, never reached Australia. So where you want to consider this happening, quote unquote, so, I don't know. It's up to you. I don't really Somewhere get Somewhere in the Are middle of the sea. completely free-floating? Like, I've seen, like, the sex toys for guys that are basically, like, vag on a stick. What's the yeah. breasts? Like, are they, I don't understand. Are they, well, do I they have a picture of this in the article? No, they don't have a picture, but I'm imagining that it's do not. Do they have, like, a wanted picture of, like, some breast, wanted, <laughs> reward? No, it's not wanted. It's missing. It's missing. like on a okay. milk carton. Milk <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen this 130,000 boobs? Right, okay. Yeah. Uh I don't know the answer to your question. I was imagining that it was not a sex toy. I was actually imagining it was more of a party ha-ha favor. Like, I see. I was imagining that it wasn't meant to be like a simulated boob squeeze device because it's inflatable. So just, right? I'm imagining right. that it's kind of like a chintzy, like plasticky thing, not I like see. a trying to simulate the feel of a breast thing. I see. Right? I but see. I don't know. Again, the article woefully lacking in the details in the that detail. I want to know because right. like you, I would like to know the purpose of these breasts. Right. What were and they where for? where we could get some. Where we can get some of these. They had 130,000 breasts, and you can't get me for one? A, for what the, the hell's wrong Jeff with you? Casey show yeah. should have been first on the list. Jesus Christ, people. God damn it. How hard is this? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm kind of desperate here. I haven't had a potato up my ass in months. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it at uh, all. I'm j I kind of imagine yeah. little inflatable I'm getting blue toe over here. <laughs> Got a bad case of the blue toe. Got a bad case of the blue toe. <laughs> I guess that's who. If you have a toe with a nail as a penis, that Stop. gives a whole different word. Is like, oh, I nailed that. Like, I'm gonna, I would like to Damn nail it. that, right? Stop it's it. Like, yeah. Stop it. Oh, God damn it. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. Nice. Damn it. Nail some trim. Awesome. <laughs> Sean Barrett with the assist. <laughs> uh, that is not the way it should so be. So I don't know the situation with these. I'm imagining, like, in my head, and this is not that dissimilar from what I would imagine normally, I'm just thinking, like, of a kind of a swarm of jellyfish but right. instead they're all breasts right floating of, in the ocean right kind of like a you know in my imperialist scene. mind i imagine some like unknown island full of natives with crazy bones in their nose and stuff and then the largest flock of inflatable Little breasts, breasts wash on side and they invent entire religions around this huge 135,000 well see when you said imperial i went a different route i, I thought you were talking about something to this i was thinking you were like going to be it's like a beach landing like the breasts attack <laughs> right it's like the invasion of normandy or something with where it's like the 1812 yeah exactly playing. exactly Double yeah landing. Yeah, double double T day, dude. Sean, we gotta get you a microphone for this one. You're on a roll. <laughs> double D day, awesome, awesome. Oh man, that is perfect. Call of Duty, Call Rick of Booty, <laughs> Call, call, <Yeah>. call, of, <laughs> call booby. of Booby, Call of Booby, Five, Double D day, right? And then you play oh, as one god. of these inflatable breasts. Oh, oh my god. No, that is not the way it should go. That is not the way it should go. So, Casey, <sighs> you had a mixed-up metaphor for us. I always have a mixed-up metaphor, Jeff. Yeah. And when this I, is say, a great one. I read this one this morning. When <clears throat> we say that I have a mixed-up metaphor, what we really mean is that the the, the universe. I don't know what these what the people you want to call them. They're they're commentators usually. They're the people who come with these mixed-up metaphors are like people whose job it is to talk to the press. Either they're analysts right. or they're like a PR person. They are. Almost like they went to school, right. like the communications degree they got included in like how to fuck up even the most basic <laughs> metaphor class. And they one, got an A. They got a one. fucking A right, plus exactly. in that, right? A five straight fives or fours or whatever the fuck right. they get in colleges. No, they get an alligator or something. Right? Yeah, they because, got a crocodile. And spell, because yeah. it's not going to be. Yeah, uh, exactly. Well, it's a mixed up metaphor, so I'm not sure exactly what it would be like. Right. Instead of saying, like, I was the top of the class, you'd be like, yeah, I'm trying. I, I can't even do it. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> things always make sense in my head. Right. Like, I line things up in a way that actually works in the real world, unlike these people who Dude, seem to be make... living in some fantasy world where, like, I think their mouths just so get going. Just jump in. But right. my mouth gets going all the time and I say stupid shit. I don't totally, like, replace whole segments of reality with different ones, okay. like mid-consciousness. That's true. I don't know what's happening in their head. Yeah. It's like they've got some kind of Frankenstein monster they've pieced together that's like a representation of reality that's <laughs> just got they, weird they shit sewn on. it and just go, it's alive! Yeah, something All like right, they throw the switch and the electricity flows through this, like, amalgam <laughs> of body parts, right? And the thing just starts walking. They're like, oh, here's, like, an Earth metaphor, and here's something about, like, space aliens, and here's a, just, like, Giant, what the fuck? Yes. All right, so what anyway, do we, what the do you metaphor for, for this week <laughs> is as you know the uh the big three automakers who are always looking for some reason to right. get money from someone because they're completely incompetent right pretty much 100 percent of the time they make good when, products they're just having they a hard time have a fucking clue what they're doing no it's anyway fine. They went to Congress to ask for money because they figured, hey, this whole economy being in a bad situation would be a good thing we could say is the reason that we're All in right. trouble. Yeah, like, we course. wouldn't have been in trouble if, if right. that wasn't the case. Uh -huh. So they go there, and they're asking Congress to bail them out. And, you know, there's a bunch of news articles on this. And so, of course, they go to an analyst and ask them, you know, what, 
What's going, going on, on here? Right. Tell us about this pitch that uh, that uh, the can big you three simplify it with a metaphor for our audience? Put it put it in terms the layman can understand. Right. Right. I don't want to these crazy finance terms and hearings, right. and I don't understand these <laughs> things. Like like let's let's make it understandable for the people. Right. And this guy that they asked said. The situation can be likened to a lifeboat with three passengers. Okay. One has gangrene from his toes to his belly button. Okay. That's Chrysler. Oh, okay. Another GM is a 350-pound man. <laughs> okay. And there's a 250-pound a man, Ford. All right. There's only enough food on board for two thin men. So who should get the food? God damn it. So let's just pause for a second here, right? So first of all, there's no need for them to be on a right. lifeboat, okay? Yep. A lifeboat is a thing that leaves another <laughs> ship in an emergency situation, right? <laughs> so we could avoid confusing this metaphor for, by just saying they were stranded on a desert island. Or, right. Normally, the lifeboat metaphor is for when you can only take a certain right. number of things. Like, Not that's already where on. that's set up. Right. Once you're already on it, then it's you can be right. in anything. We're trapped at the bottom right. of the sea in a submarine. We're wherever. Right. Like, any, any other thing works. So usually when you're picking the lifeboat, he missed the class this day. I guess right. the lifeboat metaphor is what do we take with us? Right. Okay. okay forget. F- fuck that. We right. fucked that up. So we're, we're off to a roaring start with, yeah, lifeboat. we're working it. Okay. Right. Then the first thing he sets up is one guy has gangrene from his toes to his belly button. How does that relate in any way to a lifeboat? Like he, at that point you're expecting the metaphor to be like, we've got to get the lifeboat to like a, a hospital, like to some, right. to port or something right. soon. Right. I mean, it's got gangrene. It's right. not. It has nothing to do with with any of the the previous situation that you set up, right? Yep. I have no idea. And furthermore, he says where the gangrene is, is. right? Yeah. So he th- not he that makes, he has gangrene, just specifically from his, from toes, his toes to his belly button, right. right? Which makes you think he didn't say like he's got a bad case of gangrene. Right. He says where, which makes you think he's setting up a metaphor for like the parts of the body right, mean right. something. Like, oh, right. my leg is my production, and my right. arms are like my sales division. Like, nope. <laughs> Never mentioned again. Just felt it was really important that we specifically know where the gangrene is. Right. That right? goes from the toes Fabulous. up to the cop. Yeah, absolutely. Right. No, that's perfect. Then he goes, that's Chrysler, uh, and another GM is a 350-pound man, and then the 250-pound man is Ford. Right. right. So the this other is, two, this lifeboat is fucking sinking. They just have fat people right. in it, right? Yeah. No, the lifeboat is not sinking. Nowhere do we mention okay. the fact yeah, that the true. weight is an issue. They simply said they were 350 and 250 pounds. Yep. The lifeboat's fine. Yep. Apparently it's been going for a while. The dude didn't get gangrene while he was on the boat and then get onto a lifeboat. So presumably <laughs> got the gangrene while he's on the lifeboat. Gangrene has a long incubation period. Right. They've been on this lifeboat for a long goddamn time. It's not sinking. It, if it was going to sink, it would have sank already. Okay? So that's obviously not the problem. All right, so then we move on to say there's only enough food on board for two thin men. Fat people don't need more food to survive than skinny people. What the hell is wrong with this guy? That doesn't make any sense. Yes, they may eat more in general, like if they were in a crisis situation, and that's probably oh, that's how they awesome. got fat, but I don't understand what they're talking about. I'm, if I'm the so guy with gangrene the on the, the gangrene? boat. Well, he's nervous. Where's the gangrene? But he's who- really nervous because he's like the 300 pound, the 200 pound guy are eyeing him. They're going to eat yeah, that shit. Yeah, they're going to eat him yep. up. Yeah, because yeah, they want They've the gangrene decided. infection. That's why he's got gangrene because then they won't eat it. I see. Okay. It's a, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, they can only the eat part of him, right? They can only go we for We don't the- know. And yeah. we'll never know because this guy didn't finish his fucking, any of his fucking metaphors. So then he ends with, who should get the food? <laughs> How about none of these stupid motherfuckers? What does that mean? 
What does that mean? Somebody I have no idea what that means. It means God needs to like decide who gets this food somehow. Because it's no one else. He didn't describe. There's not like a person with a gun on the boat handing the food out. No, but no, you're you're missing my my point here on this metaphor, which is disgusting the entire way through. But my point is, none of the previous things he talked about had to do with how deserving these people were of food, yes. right? Uh, so it's like if you're trying to set up a mm -hmm. metaphor that's about who do you give food to, you need to say some stuff like right. this person has a wife and kids at home, right. and he's really or this person like has diabetes and he right. needs his like the three hundred pound guy's got a right toe for a penis and a potato. It doesn't up his make ass. any fucking sense. Yeah, he's getting yeah, nothing. Like, it doesn't Eat make your own any ass fucking potato. sense. I just don't understand it, right? Furthermore, they picked fat people. Who have a lot of food reserves. That's the opposite of what the actual metaphor is, right? It's like the pe these are anemic people. They haven't any reserves. They're going to die soon if they don't eat food. Instead, this idiot set up the opposite situation where these people, as long as they can have some drinking water, could be fined for, for months, months on their fat reserves, right. right? These people are in no way hurting for food. I mean, so I don't know. Like, I don't know how these metaphors get into print. I don't know what these people that are thinking of. Awesome. They just run off their mouth, and, you know, I, I, I have no idea. That is awesome. Terrible. That's one of the worst <clears throat> ones I think I've ever heard. Yeah, that was pretty good. That's pretty good. Because all along the way when you're reading that one, I keep thinking I get where he's going, and then you're he, like, wrong. twists yeah, it. Yeah, he just, like, he just whoa! Did. It's like the sixth sense of no, no, metaphors. No, it's not, because it's not a <laughs> twist, right? A twist implies that they had a coherent thing going, and, and then, then they, they like it. mixed it up on you a little bit just to keep, you know, like as part of the like right. excitement, right? This never established any coherence, right? It's Jacob's right. Ladder, not the Sixth Sense, right? It's like random <laughs> shit happening one after the other with no attempt made awesome. to bring them together in a plausible way. Awesome. Right? Oh. I expected it to be like, and then the buzzards come, you know, and like, and then all of a sudden sharks. It's like, okay. And then the sharks have to eat something. He's just Who thinking of eat? like lifeboat yeah. things, like what could happen in a lifeboat? Who There's a tiger. Them? It's Life of Pi. <laughs> Which I read recently. Fabulous book. I didn't actually read it. So I'm saying he would say that I, oh, I, I didn't read it recently. God damn it. I've never read it at all, in fact. But I think there's a tiger on there. Oh, yeah, that is, that's my favorite one so far. Yeah. Life of Pi? I've never no. Read it. No, your metaphor. I know, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you're killing me. Yeah, that's, that the worst, that's the worst one I ever had. Oh, uh, question. I don't know how much time we have left on the podcast. but We got a little time. We have a little time. Mm -hmm. Do you have, because uh, you, you said, I got an email from you earlier. You were like, we got the book. Yep. We've we got do. the book. We do have do the book. Do we have the book? We do have the book. It's right here. Can you uh, see it? Awesome. Oh, my God. The cover is even right. fabulous. It's, it's, it's this crazy, crazy wow. picture. And it says, Sound of the Beast. Yep. The Complete Headbanging History of Heavy Metal by Jeff and Casey Podcast favorite, Ian Christie. Well, our, right? I think I, I uh, it, with, there's no overstatement to say that both our and our listeners' most favorite author. Yes, exactly. Uh, now, here's the thing. It's, I got this book, and I was a little nervous that it wouldn't be, like, as awesome as, as the Van Halen as saga. The Van Halen, okay. right? So, because the Van Halen saga is one of the most intriguing right. books of 2007. Right, right. And, like, how could he match that? This well, might not be the most intriguing book of any year, for example. Let me read, let me read one of the little um, quotes on the back. All right. Because that's how we established the other book was going to be awesome. This is, like, the, uh, the, promo, the promo quotes. Right. on the Okay. Christie might as well drop the E from his name because he has just delivered the gospel of heavy metal. Holy Library shit. Journal. Right. 
So I'm like, what the fuck is weird. Library Journal? They, yep, they're in there. They should be some like academic, like scholarly <clears throat> no. thing, and they're like, no, they have this is an yeah. awesome heavy metal book. Yep, yeah, it's terrific. It's not nearly, you know, the other ones just didn't do a good treatment of Drop the subject. Drop the e off his name. Yeah. What the fuck, Jeff? <sighs> he brings the gospel of heavy metal, and he does. Wow. Okay. All right. So you know, and I was like, oh god, I'm gonna have to read this fucking book. Yeah. I opened the book, okay? okay? <laughs> now, the first bit of the book <clears throat> is about Black Sabbath, who okay. apparently invented okay, okay. heavy metal. Is that the truth, <clears throat> or is that the thesis of this book? Or we that, don't know. We have no idea. Okay, but that's what care. the book is going. Right, that's anyway. what probably Ian and Wikipedia say. Okay, because that's, that's where he gets his data. information. Right. right. So, um, importantly, um, he mentions that Tommy Omi, or I don't know how you say his name. Let's say Omi. Let's okay. say Tommy. I don't know who Tony. the fuck you're talking about anyway. T- Tony, All right. the, the lead guitarist, yeah. had previously cleaved off the tips of two fingers All right. on his hand. Okay? All right. So, so um, he couldn't play guitar super well, right? Okay. So, the first thing they say is, departing from the world around him, Tony took music from the past with little concern for tradition, blazing through blues scales with his own timing and finesse. In order for him to bend guitar strings expressively without experiencing pain in his cropped fingers, <laughs> the group tuned to a lower key signature, prolonged by the timeless sustain of Tony's masterful notes, the results bought it brought an inspired deepness to Black Sabbath. Thus, almost by accident, from sacrifice came a devastating sound. From his deformity came a strange beauty and a bond to the three-fingered gypsy guitarist Durango Reinhardt, one of Tony's many unusual inspirations. What the fuck? Okay, now that's just to set the stage of how they came up with this sound. And by that, accidentally fucking up their finger. Yes. Okay. So, but now I'll finish the end of this chapter to where he right. gets you psyched yeah. up for the rest right. of the book. This kind is of a, a, it's kind of a Johnny Tremaine story, if you will, like a revolution yes, born, is, born out of a tragic accident. Right. Yeah. And this is, this is the last chapter before you get into the book. So he's right. going to psych you up. Emerging like the monolith in Stanley Kubrick's 2001 <laughs> A Space Odyssey. <laughs> Don't laugh. Sorry. I, I won't be able to hold it together. All right. Black Sabbath was as irreducible as the bottomless sea, the everlasting sky, and the mortal soul. There was no precedent, and no literal explanation of their power was needed. Their gloomy tones were captivating siren call to a deep, unsatisfied void within modern consciousness. The oh rumbling Lord. sludge of heavy metal was inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> lying in long wait to be introduced by Black Sabbath in 1970 and adored by the massive human sprawl. In the, what? Uh, the massive wait, wait. human sprawl? Come on, wait a second. Sorry. Over the 30 years that followed, 100 million listeners sought refuge in the resounding cultural boom, finding a purity unmitigated by petty doubts or distractions. From Sabbath came heavy metal, which doubled in intensity and became power metal, and then twisted into thrash metal. From there, the musics crossed paths with other forms to spawn black metal. 
create the unbelievable refinements of death metal and fuse with every other sort of music finding itself perpetually reborn. Enduring three decades of martial amps, guitar holocaust, and drum destruction, Black Sabbath remains the bedrock, the heavy stone slab from which all heavy metal eternally rises. Chapter <sighs> one. If you're not excited, like, I was like, I don't want to read this book. Now I want, want to, to read, read it. Sabbath, baby. That is pretty fucking amazing, oh, Jeff. God damn. That is way more over the top than the it's, Van Halen song. I know. Some, somehow. It? Yes. The gloomy tone were a captivating siren song. I have no idea. This dude is like a kindergarten teacher with the level of like excitement he brings to things that are not exciting. <laughs> just right? super happy. It's like Black Sabbath is like, look at my painting. It looks just like a horse. Oh my god, that's right. beautiful. It's like your little painting what? is like yeah. a monolith. Yes. In standard. <laughs> Mona Lisa would shed a single tear of joy. <laughs> oh my god. But also of envy. <laughs> I do like I do like the rumbling sludge of heavy metal was inevitable because that kind of brings it all in. So we, I'm looking forward to lots more to come. From this, this is book. that's that's pretty good. That's, that's a good I think start. That, that may top that is the page Van Halen fucking saga. one of that book. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. That's our heavy metal minute. There'll be many more with yes. Ian Christie. Oh yes, absolutely. We just who call might as well just be. We should just Ian call Christ. Drop, we should let's let's from now on drop the E and call it our. Christ minute or okay, our minute our, with Christ our minute something with like that. Ian because Christ. if he ever publishes another book we're buying that book too oh, totally. I mean I will get everything this guy ever writes from now on yep. as far as I'm concerned yeah it's I'm, all gold I'm looking forward to it yeah all right it's rumbling sludge as far as I'm concerned whoo boy all right well we better wrap up let's wrap it yep and uh, uh, everyone give us an email at podcast at jeffandcaseyshow.com that would be fabulous we would love to hear from you you can also give us a call at and i'm going to insert the robotic siren song 425-296-3012 i liked that hottie you had read it last time that was that was mrs at&t yeah. 2008. I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> All right. Well, she can, though, her automated voice can, can call my number my, anytime. She can read my number Absolutely. anytime. Absolutely. Well, if you actually, can pretend if that's an automated has, voice, you can, I can type in anything I want her to say yeah, to me. Exactly. Even better. Hey, baby, I got yeah. a potato with your name on it. Exactly. <laughs> like, I was hanging curtains <laughs> naked. <laughs> I slipped. That toe is huge. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good week. Give us a call. Send us an email, and we will talk to you soon. Absolutely. All right, thanks. So you have that link up? I do have that link up, actually. Here, let me uh, read the headline. It says, Storm in a Sea Cup, 130,000 boobs lost at sea. All right. And, 65,000 uh, pairs. <laughs>
<laughs> I knew it. I knew you were going to laugh. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> <I knew it. laughs>